Hey there, NeuroTrain world. This is Aaron and Katie and myself, Kelly. We're joining you for the month of September. We are excited about entering the fall season, and we have some really interesting classes for you this month that are going to revolve around our themes of uh, we're going to talk about pain because we don't want pain. Pain is something we all try to avoid. Right? <laughs> and the science around it is fascinating and it gives us power so that we can get rid of our pain. So when we are looking at the, the class schedule, know that all of our, our work is going to kind of compounding interest on, on each different one. We're gonna start with this little um, video blurb right now. And it's just a very tip of the iceberg introduction into the rest of the stuff that we're going to cover. And it's fascinating. So let's take a look at why um, we get inputs from our environment. Our brain processes that information and it gives us an output and why pain is an output. Erin, um, you want to have anything to say about that? Yeah, I think this is kind of like, we, we talk about this a lot in our workshop, uh, kind of the setup of the nervous system. So we have, we receive inputs, as Kelly said, from our environment. We also receive them from our, what's called our proprioceptive system, which is our 3D map of our body with our muscles and our fascia and ligaments and tendons. And then we have an inside our body monitor as well uh, that's in charge of our physiologic system, our organs, our vagus nerve, our vestibular system. Um, and all these things are sending inputs to the brain about where we are in space, what's happening around us. And then our brain's trying to decide what does the information mean? And it compares it against other experiences you've had in your life. And then it's trying to decide what to do about that information based off of the information coming in and the brain's understanding of that information. So when we talk about, uh, you'll hear us talk about sensory training all the time. We talk about how important the eyes are and the nose and the ears and the skin and fascia and can I feel sharp, dull, or warm, cool? All of that plays a role in how scary the information may or may not be coming into the brain. So if you're actually missing sharp, dull around an ankle that you sprained multiple times, that can affect your brain's perception of your foot and of where the ground is and which way is up. And all of that stuff can play a role in, um, it, you know, we say pain because um, it's pain science. But pain can also be replaced with migraines and uh, dizziness and vertigo and fatigue and nausea and motion sickness and depression and multiple other things. Anxiety. Yeah. But specifically, we're talking about pain this week because we've been treating pain like an input for 400 years and it's not an input. We don't have pain receptors. There's not a pain center in the brain. It's a multimodal um, decision off the based off of what the brain's interpretation of things are and then it creates pain to actually modify our behavior so we don't shred ourselves apart with um because we have the capability of actually shattering our own bones and ripping our own muscles just because that strength is, is there so any other thoughts on that katie um this one is near and dear to me um i found z health because of a chronic pain condition that i was told was for life um when I got the diagnosis at 25 years old, um, I, I was told it was something I would learn to deal with, that I would just have to figure it out. It was part of my life forever now. Um, and no one's found a way to cure it. Um, fast forward nine years. Um, last week, I had it removed from my health chart. So my doctor actually moved it from the front page of my chart um, to the very back and marked it as a resolved condition. And 
And we both had a little bit of a cry over that because she's never been able to do any that for anyone. I was told they would never be able to do that for me because you have it for life. And, um, and she just didn't think that was a thing that could happen either. And so now she knows as a doctor, this can happen. This can happen. People can recover, make full recoveries. Um, unfortunately that meant that like I had to go back to school and, and learn all of the pain neuroscience and amass, uh, bookshelves of, of literature and, um, you know, do a lot of work to, to heal myself. And, and thankfully I have Kelly and Aaron who have helped along the way, uh, Zach Rye and a lot of other people who have helped me get here. Um, but that gives me the unique perspective of looking at this, at any, any chronic pain condition, your back hurts, your knee hurts. You've been told that you have this for life. Um, I can confidently say it's not for life. It doesn't have to be. Uh, and it's these techniques that worked for me. It's learning about sensory. It's learning that um, my pain was in my upper left quadrant, my my left arm primarily. Um, but part of that healing was not necessarily just working on left arm. Like Aaron said, if you have a scar on your ankle and you don't have the ability to, to tell the difference between sharp and dull or hot and cold or warm and, and cool, um, your brain may see that as a threat. Because how is it supposed to know if you're stepping on something sharp or something dull or if it's a threat? So sometimes it gets a little hyper-focused and overreacts to things because we don't, our brains don't, they don't know. They don't have enough information. Uh, and so realizing, cleaning up that scar, getting things so that my brain knows the difference on that scar between two fingers touching it or one finger touching it or sharp or dull, whatever, um, my inputs are much clearer now. And now my outputs don't include a whole lot of pain. Um, I don't have chronic pain anymore. The pain that I do have is often very easy to deal with and I can get rid of it pretty quickly and my body's just fine. I don't get injured very easily, um, but all that has come with increasing a lot of inputs and getting uh, that whole system a little bit finer tuned. Um, so yeah, I think this is going to be a really incredible month for us, for our clients, for any of those, you know, those of you that may want to start joining us to learn. Oh, I've been told this is for life, but maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe we can find some relief in there for you. Um, and that's always our goal is to, to get people to lead the lives that they want to lead at any age uh, without pain. And I know that all three of us are like examples of that because we've all experienced, uh, you know, yeah. certain level of pain. We, as the health practitioners, we know like why that is and how to give it, get ourselves out of it. And we've all been successful at doing that. And when I have someone come into my studio, most of the time they're in a lot of pain and that's why they come. And I always love letting them know about the the thing that the study that fascinated me a lot in my Z health training was a very, very large study that was done, thousands of participants where they looked at MRI images of different body parts. Now they've done it with the spine, they've done it with hips, they've done it with knees, and then they correlate that to how much pain the person is experiencing. And we know that the image of what, look, what it looks like on the inside of your body does not equal the amount of pain that you're sensing. And that people with deterioration on the inside, what it looks like might be pretty shitty, Sorry, <laughs> but in reality, maybe that person doesn't have actually any pain at all. Whereas another person, their image might not look that bad, 
but they are an incredible pain. So these things that don't line up and I like, I think that's really empowering for people to know that the image they get from their doctor's office doesn't mean that's their reality. Um, and we talk about why that is and what we can do about it. Awesome. Yeah. And the last little piece that we'll chime in here is, um, pain is, uh, part of like neuroplastic change. And so if your brain practices pain to change your behavior and it's effective and it makes you lay down and stop and slow down and, um, maybe eat more or sleep more or whatever your body's trying to get out of that, it, it starts to become more efficient at creating that output over time. And then that's where the maladaptive plasticity comes in. And so all these cool neuromodulation things that we do in class are all ways to kind of interrupt that mal maladaptive plasticity and modulate it so that you're starting to shift things. And that's the beauty behind the uh, functional neurology stuff that we do blended into that pain science piece is your nervous system's unique to you. Your pain is personal to you. Um, and your brain is creating that for a reason. And that doesn't mean that it's in your head and that you're crazy. It just means that your brain is creating that output unique to you and your situation based off the context of your life and whatever stressors you've got going on. And then our job is to go, hey, let's identify some of these stressors. Let's actually see, maybe your eyes don't work well together. Let's maybe work on that so today in class. Maybe we have a, a tattoo, which is a nice big scar. <laughs> and maybe you've never taken the time to rehab sharp and dull and warm and cool on that side. You know, so this is gonna be a really cool opportunity for you to come to class and actually get a nice inventory of what what senses are you missing on and are there are there discrepancies from side to side you know nobody has a perfect nervous system all the time it's dynamic and um and then we can actually start to work on getting you out of pain improving range of motion building strength we'll talk about pain avoidance and how that's a cycle that we perpetuate by not moving as much uh, not pain avoidance movement it is pain avoidance it's also movement avoidance because things hurt and then we don't move as much. And then that perpetuates a cycle and things become de deconditioned and there's a whole entire loop there that happens. And so how do we break that cycle too? So um, definitely join us for class this week. Is there anything else you guys want to add to the um, our Q and A is on the second and fourth Wednesdays will also be centered around chronic pain, what it is, uh, pain in general, not just chronic, but but what creates pain? What's the cycle? What are the the receptors in your body doing to make that happen and how we can help that? And that's particularly the metabolic Q&A. Um, so our neuro class on Tuesdays and Thursdays will also be going through like different topics as well. So we'll do our next video on the metabolics. So stay tuned. <laughs> Yeah.